story is about a campus serial killer who murders eight students. Urban legends. They had this, like, creature on the wing of the plane. We've all told them. True story, right? We've all heard them. You're going down. Ah! Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. But these students are daring. Urban Legends, scene six. To film them. You mean like that girl who eats a burrito with a pregnant roach and all the eggs hatch inside of her nose? No. It's a tradition during finals week. At the stroke of midnight, everyone screams. Someone is turning legends. And at the same time, a co-ed is brutally attacked. Into reality. Paranoia. Wrong man accused. How the lines blur between fantasy and reality. She's, she's, gotcha. She's one hell of an actress, ain't she? <laughs> Whoever's doing this is gonna come after you again. Just an urban legend. Urban legend, my ass. Urban Legends Final Cut. You ever hear the urban legend about the guy who picks up the dead hitchhiker? Hello and welcome to another episode of In Another World, a pop culture podcast. And it is time for another edition of Film Fridays. We are covering today Urban Legends Final Cut, and I am joined by a good friend of the show. It's Devin Ray. Hey, everybody. How are you doing, Devin? <laughs> all right. How are you doing? I'm all what right. A silly question. <laughs> oh, my God. So last week we talked about Urban Legend. Today it's Urban Legend's Final Cut, which is like, first of all, okay, so I'm going to say, off the bat, the title already is like, we're in for something crazy. Because it's an insane <laughs> title. Like, I actually remember like on the early days of the internet, like the early, early days, mm-hmm. I was researching this movie because I was like, well, wait, all the characters from the first one will be in this, right? Only to find out, no, no, no. <laughs> All no. we get is is Miss Loretta Devine as Reese. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also remember finding out it was set at a film school. And for some reason, that was like the coolest thing ever when I was a stupid little, how old was I? I was like, maybe 13. Like, maybe. Right. How did you feel about this sequel? <laughs> I I remember that <laughs> it was right next to Urban Legend at blockbuster and i only made the mistake of grabbing it a couple times like i (laughs) there's something so off-putting to me about the whole movie it's just like it's it's definitely not the same at all like if nothing else the way that the movies look is like you have this like beautiful gothic architecture and um in urban legend yeah. this old new england school yeah. and then this almost like brutalist kind of 80s everything is concrete yeah. look in final cut that you're just like why but why well and like <laughs> no offense to the cast but you look at the cast you had in the first one which is like full of like holy shit and the cast of right. this one is 
Jennifer Morrison, Matthew Davis, Hart Bosher, Bosher, Boschner, Bachner. I don't know how to say his name. Bachner. Joey Lawrence of the Lawrence Brothers. Who knows who they are? And then the only one (laughs) is like Anthony Anderson, who of course now is like famous from like Blackish and many other things. He was kind of the only other person that sort of like broke out from this. And of course, Loretta Devine, who comes back. Um, it's just like it's just weird like it's a new director it was John Ottman who was mainly a composer at the time and he not only directed Mm -hmm. the movie he also edited the movie and composed its score so he had a lot of hands in this pie and I have to say you can tell he was trying to make something like he definitely was not phoning it in like he definitely no he was, he was trying <laughs> he thought he was making something real special is what you can tell that's that's what actually is kind of <laughs> hilarious is he does all these things where he's trying to be clever like oh this is going to be an homage to hitchcock or actually let's just have a thing called the hitchcock award and uh. oh my fucking god um <laughs> And yeah, so the, in, a, in, a, in a nutshell, the sequel follows a film student who's being stalked by a serial killer in a fencing mask who begins murdering the crew members of her senior thesis film about urban legends. A loose sequel premise at best. It grossed $38 million on a budget of $14 million and was universally panned by critics upon release. I can't blame them. Now... I saw this as my stupid little 13-year-old self and thought this was, mm-hmm. like, the jam at the time. Like, my mom went to go see right. this with me, and I'm still just like, I can't believe she saw this with me. <laughs> I can't believe she saw this with me. Because now, like, my parents are so religious, and I'm like, why were they going to, like, see this movie? Uh, actually, that was a big year for horror movies. Me and my mom also went to see Scream 3 that year together. She, like, yeah. she took my little baby horror movie love and self to see these movies, and you gotta love it. You gotta love She's that. She's like, well, let's let's take you to the movies. Got here we go, Zachary. Look, look at the death. Let's do it. <laughs> well, do you just want to dive in because like there's a, there's there's a lot to get into. There's a lot to it. Yes. This okay. I will say yeah. this whole plot. Yeah. Makes no fucking. Oh, makes sense. no sense. Where that's uh, yeah. We have a lot to unpack with this one. <laughs> yeah. I have to. So say, let's start unpacking. <laughs> well, I gotta say. Okay. So. No, you gotta say. Uh, I gotta say. Okay, so going into the movie, the film opens and we see an elaborate sequence on an airplane where an anonymous killer slowly kills everyone on board until there is just but one screaming blonde woman left trying to fly a now captainless plane, but it all turns out to be a film within a film, which turns out to be the thesis film of a pretentious asshole named Toby. Now, I have a controversial opinion. (laughs) I was actually really into whatever the first, like, 10 minutes of this movie was like i was like what is this and i actually thought when i was like stupid and fell for it for a second they're like oh this is the movie i was like oh in this one we like know who the killer is like it's like that guy because the killer doesn't have his like face concealed or anything in the opening sequence right and part of me thinks this might be one of the best parts of the movie for me i don't know if that's everyone's opinion but like there was something just like a little trashy about it but like a little like mm-hmm. i don't know i have to have a ton it of gave you, yeah it gave you a little like final destination <laughs> yeah, like what's happening fear of flying kind of thing but also i, I did write when <laughs> in my notes yeah. i was like <laughs> um 
is this what planes were like pre 9-11? Because I don't remember. <laughs> but it seems accurate. It's people just getting up. Turbulence is going on. They're walking around. They, like, go to this, like, couple goes to the bathroom and look at a flight attendant. And they're like, he's sick. He needs help. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> then he just, like, starts going down on her. In the, and I was like. What? Oh, yeah. the, the blood <laughs> message on the mirror like you're going down i was like come on i'm into all this and then like yes and then like <laughs> then they go into like I, well, I assume it's supposed to be like first class and just everyone's mm-hmm. dead <laughs> i'm just like yeah how did this man happen to kill everyone in this section without other people like be like, hey, stop killing that person. Wait, stop. don't hey, kill me. Hey there. <laughs> stop. stop it. It's a thing where it's like lots of, I mean, granted, it's supposed to be a student a student thesis film. So I kind of like, well, I guess that makes sense then. But like I right. love the shot of like the old woman who like looks like she's staring at the couple, but really she has a knife in her back. And I was like, oh, that's kind of great. Yes. And the best part is um the actress whose name I cannot tell you. I forgot to look up her name, but she's just screaming, Mayday! 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 I was just, that, and she's from, I know her most from Legally Blonde. She plays one of the yeah. main friends in Legally Blonde. Um, I'm loving everything she's doing in this movie. <laughs> she's giving me a lot to look at. She's great. She's great in this movie. She's, help, she's helping us. Two, she's helping us get through it. Two Legally Blonde people in this movie. Mm. Yeah, Matthew Davis, who plays twins. Matthew Davis. Spoiler alert, Spoiler for some reason, twins. he plays twins. He does play a twin, doesn't he? We are also God. introduced to Amy Mayfield. Not as good of a, a, a name. That's not like the best character no. name. Amy Mayfield. Like, my God. Amy Mayfield. Grow up in a corn, and like, a, you know, a corn farm. I don't know. What am I trying to say? It's <laughs> just a very like all man. I'm Amy Mayfield. I don't know. Amy May- Mayfield. Yeah. Who uh, goes to a prestigious film school and is looking for inspiration for her senior thesis film. Uh, and this does lead us into our first clip of the episode, which is Amy running into the new security guard named Reese that we know from the first movie, who tells her a little tale while giving her a ride to the library, which inspires her to get... Uh, <laughs> she inspires her plot of her thesis film. Wait, we're good. We're good. <laughs> as, we go into first, <laughs> as we go to our first clip this thesis film I can't even think of a good story I got a good story oh yeah yeah it's about a campus serial killer who murders eight students but nothing happens because the prestigious university covers it up oh I've heard this one it supposedly happened to Pendleton it's just an urban legend you didn't let me finish after the murders, the chief of security, who refused to go along with the cover-up, is fired. Spends an entire year looking for work. Finally lands an entry-level position at another university. <laughs> well, hmm. thanks for the ride. Oh, yeah, baby, anytime. Have a good night. Thanks for the ride and for my whole thesis. Urban legend, my ass. 
Okay, so for anyone, this is a visual. This is not a visual medium. For everyone's like, oh no, what was that scream? That must have been something that happened in the movie. No, it's just no. it's just a scream that they play as a transition into the next scene and the next scene. This is not a visual medium, <laughs> I will tell you. You can see the reflection of the camera operator in the window. And every time I'm like, there he is, pumping, pumping the cart. Um, <laughs> I just love the music. It's so like borderline, like Harry Potter. Like it's like, ding. <laughs> it's so like what is this supposed to be telling us and also i realized at this point of the movie spoiler alert i won't say who the killer turns out to be for people who don't know Uh, apparently you're listening to this even though you haven't seen the movie live your life (laughs) the killer is yet to be even like doing anything like at this point of the movie yeah. this is not even a horror movie yet <laughs> we're just following film students trying to work yeah it's just an indie art film <laughs> yeah um but yeah she gets inspired to now make the movie very meta and she's gonna make a movie about a serial killer who's murdering people in the style of urban legends and the killer in this movie is killing people in the style of urban legends um <laughs> She reveals the plan to her professor who loves the idea and tells her to go for it. Um, and then the, actually, other than the plane, this next part is, I think, the coolest. It's the only reason to watch the movie. It's the only, like, I think, really cool sequence, which is we meet students Travis and Lisa, who I didn't even know she had a name, but she does. Mm-hmm. She has nary a character. But they're catching drinks before Lisa is scheduled to take a flight she then gets seemingly roofied in the club, which I actually, the scene with her in the coat room is actually, I think, really good. I like that scene. Yes. I was really into the she's pacing. Just trying to, she's just trying to find her coat. Give me my like, fu- where is, where, first of all, fired the coat check person. Fu- I assume they're dead. Fired. I assume they're probably dead. Oh, yeah. They gotta be, they gotta be dead. I wish they would have shown they- the dead body, like, under the counter, just like, like, you know, like, oh, I'm dead. Um, and then she wakes up in a bathtub filled with ice. We've all know what this is. It's the kidney heist. It's proper, the kidney heist. It's like they went a, pro- a proper kidney a heist. A proper kidney heist. I love it. They're like, well, we didn't technically do the kidney heist in the first one, so we could like do the kidney heist. But I do think this do is it. real. I I loved this whole sequence. Like <laughs> the movie, I think never lives up to this level ever no. again. <laughs> like. It's it's this is it. This, the, is, like, it. this is it. <laughs> like um yeah. yeah, so she she gets up, she's like, Oh my god. Oh my god. I've been cut open. The, all, the killer the is supposed makeup to... on that was very good, I have to say. Yeah, it yeah. And she got she got blue lips because she's been in the ice. <laughs> yeah. It's great. It's well, <laughs> it's consistent. This killer's house is it's like what I love is she wakes up and she's like oh god you know um and then she looks up and sees the killer just like washing dishes like boop 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 cleaning my scalpel clean I'm like yep what a what first of all you should spend some of that cleanliness on the rest of your apartment because this place looks a mess especially when you find out who the killer is I'm like you live in a shithole I'm gonna tell you (laughs) you live in a fucking dump (laughs) like that bathroom is a fucking mess it is it is and like (laughs) so small so and small. there's this 
German Shepherd outside barking. <laughs> oh my god. I was gonna play only because I found it's a very short, a short clip, a f- short exchange, but I did want to play the part where she calls the 911 operator because this oh, is the wild. world's worst. Like you're fired. Operator? You are fired. Oh my god, where let me find it. Oh, here it is. Okay, here's our it's a next little mini clip, if you will, of Lisa calling calling for help. She would love to get some help. Please state your emergency. I just woke up and I don't, don't revise it. Don't tell me. Your kidney's gone. Yes. Listen, honey, I got Princess Di I'm riding for. I gotta go. What? <laughs> fired, what? lady. You are fired. Fired. Let me guess. Your kidney's missing. <laughs> Let me guess. Your kidney's missing. I just imagine her with a cigarette as Ashley, like, I gotta go. I got Lady Di on the other line. I was like, okay, this is... Is this Harvey Firestein? <laughs> yes. Is, it, is this Harvey Firestein? What's going on here? Oh, and she also, she gets, oh, This actually is one of my least favorite things to watch, is when the killer, like, grabs her flesh on her side, which is trying to go out the window. Oh, I ah! still kind of, like, look away, because I'm like, I don't want to, I don't want to. But then, Yeah, okay, she tries but, to. But, Okay. <laughs> But the way she dies is truly <laughs> defies the laws of physics because she's like trying to crawl out the window. The killer gets in, grabs mm-hmm. her. She then, in the quickest of movements, like her hands go against like the bottom part of the window that's open. And she somehow like forces out the entire wooden like base of the window. Yeah. <laughs> like. <laughs> How I will wonder forever, but then she just gets decapitated by the window. It just and then like the dog outside that was barking eats her eats her kidney. Like, and that's and that's yeah. the whole word. And I will say again, as a little like five minute horror short, very cool. Yeah, much like the part first of a bigger movie. movie though. Much like the first movie, like the opening scene, very cool little sequence. Yeah. This was also another cool little sequence, but spoiler alert audience, it never gets this good again. No. From here on out, this is it. We're we're in we're in something else. <laughs> <laughs> we're in Halloween five. Oh boy. <laughs> well, <laughs> the next day we see Amy preparing to uh, begin filming on her thesis film, but is deserted by the assigned cameraman Toby, who accuses Amy of stealing his thesis idea. Because apparently, if you're also making a horror movie, you're stealing an entire idea. Typical man. Typical man. Typical man. How dare you come in and like steal my idea, making my shitty airplane horror movie? Like, give me a fucking break. <laughs> Uh, she then begins shooting with another cameraman named Simon. Uh, we then also see Amy's actress friend named Sandra, as we know from Mayday Mayday at the beginning, giving Mayday, some Mayday. truly horrible scream queen acting, which makes everyone cringe. Um, which actually I did I did pull a clip for that as well because it's just like again, there's so little to get enjoyment out of with the rest of this. Um, because also one one thing I love it's like a really like uh, a, pe- a moment in time when I was watching this is they're drinking Fruitopia in the cafeteria 
And I was like, oh my God, Fruitopia. That was like all we had. I remember Fruitopia. It was like the only thing we were like allowed to have at middle school. Like we couldn't have like soda machines, but we could have like, right. you know, like Aquaf- Aquafina and and fucking Fruitopia. Fruitopia. And I was like, oh. Do y'all have those milk vending machines too? Or is that just no, like. We have milk vending machines. We had milk vending machines. And it I was always like, why? It's Texas. You gonna put milk in a vending machine? <laughs> milk was a bad choice. <laughs> milk was a bad choice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, no, we but we could always go to the cafeteria and get milk. Like any anytime they had like come to the cafeteria for 25 cents to get a little thing of milk. I don't know. I never did that, but like you could do that. Um, we also see the first scene from Amy's film, which is the it's the urban legend where the girl like puts her hand under the under the bed and thinks her dog is mm-hmm. licking her hand, but really it's it's my favorite urban legend. Okay, but I will say Anthony Anderson has a really gross line where he says, "Can I play the dog? Because I'm a great Can I play licker." The dog? I was like, "Ugh, like, okay." Ugh. okay. Remember we were just allowed to make jokes like this and we're like, oh, what a boy. What a guy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And we see again, truly awful acting from Sandra. I do have a quick little clip when they're watching back the footage the next day of Sandra's bad acting take. Oh my goodness. Here we go. Let's do it. <laughs> dog looks good. The dog does dog look good. Dog is good. Mm-hmm. People turn it into a comedy. Urban Legend you know? scene three, take 20 fucking nine. Okay, <laughs> <Hey>, action. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please, guys. Okay. Um, we then find out that she was. <laughs> killed after everyone else had left the studio when she goes back to get her keys by the killer who filmed the whole thing the killer. and they watch yeah. the footage of her being killed and everyone just sits there everyone that's working on this film that they all know that they are all working on the film like none of us filmed then, this no and guys it's it's 2000 my guys none of your movies are good enough to be like wow this is really good footage. Well, that violence looks Who really real. That? I'm like, no. Look at what I'm like, you No, filmed. I would be like, somebody killed our friend. So who killed we her? We need to go to the room <laughs> and find her dead body. Like, But her absence is easily explained as she was supposed to leave the next day for an audition to have a bit part on ER. Not that I think she was going to be booked and blessed, but like, you know, I guess there's a reason. Okay, now the... It was a coma victim. Yeah, come on. She's a, she was in a coma, so she might get it. <laughs> she might get it, yeah. Then we get to, I think this is like one of the biggest, I don't want to say plot holes, but it's just like, Jesus Christ, like, good Lord. So we find out that this other student named Travis, who's supposed to be like a film genius, I suppose, is like the golden boy that's going to be like the one who gets famous from school. He commits suicide in the campus tower because he was given a poor grade on his thesis film. And so he'll be disqualified from receiving the university's prestigious Hitchcock Award, which they describe it as... Of course, the winner of the Hitchcock Award is pretty much guaranteed a Hollywood, a Hollywood film deal. I'm like, that's not the way any of that works. 
That's not the way any of that works. <laughs> also, like he got a C minus. Yeah. A C minus. A C minus. And he's just like, my life is over. My life is over. I got a C minus. <laughs> I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> I'm going to kill myself. Um, and then at his funeral, or at his, it's not a funeral, but it's like a little outdoor ceremony. Like, let's have a moment for Travis, a young talent. Yeah. Um, we then meet Joey Lawrence, who I used to think Joey Lawrence was so hot back in the day. <laughs> I would watch Brotherly <laughs> Love and be like, oh, show him in those jeans again. Um <laughs> So again, I'm like, I remember at the time they're like, oh, he's gonna be a movie star because he's in like a major movie. That didn't happen more. No. That shouldn't happen before. It wasn't no. before. Um, and he we'd find out that he's the son of a Hollywood director and he offers to help Amy with her movie, and she turns him down, which causes him to spill that he knows who she really is. She's the daughter of a famous documentarian. A fact she had kept hidden from everyone somehow, but also like how? Also, first of all, how? But also, okay, like documentarian. Who cares? It's 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 like her dad is Scorsese. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) documentarians are not usually very wealthy or very famous, unless you're like Michael Moore or something. You know, like people generally like know who they are. So I guess it's like slightly maybe believable that she could have flown under the radar but also why why keep that hidden like you come from a, a, a I don't ugh. it doesn't make any fucking sense no, it's so that sense. there could be some kind of blackmail yeah type situation yeah he's like I'll tell everyone what I know I'm like okay like, then do it tell them like her dad's we a documentarian <laughs> And then after the funeral, Amy comes face to face with Travis. No, no, he's dead. <gasps> it's his twin brother, Trevor. Trevor and Trevor. Travis. <laughs> um, who I mean, it's also just like my God, like, like the fact that he has like an identical twin brother. I just think it's like <laughs> who acts just like him. Yeah. It's not like <laughs> right. It's not like he he has any different interests or dresses differently or yeah it's it's like so you just you wanted to keep Matthew Davis in this in this movie but you also wanted the drama of someone dying. Yeah, he thinks that uh, Travis was murdered and tells her not to tell anyone that he's there again. Why? Like you're his brother. That's why you're here. Um, this movie, like from the here on out, it's lots of stuff <laughs> like this. We then later see Amy in a recording studio recording screams for another for another scene, and we see Simon the cameraman beaten to death outside in the alleyway, and the audio of his death is recorded by the killer. <laughs> later, when Amy is going over the footage in a studio. The killer donning a fencing mask for what reason will never this fucking explain. fencing mask. She's then chased through the campus, but manages to get free. I actually found out something about this scene. The director, again, his first movie, he was having a lot of ideas. He was like, We know a big movie that year was the Blair Witch Project. So I tried to make it look kind of shaky, like it was like handheld footage. I'm like, but this isn't a found footage film. 
<laughs> so why did it's you... an actual factual film what are you doing why did you do that <laughs> that doesn't make any sense <laughs> also i forget how m- this movie is not it's not very long it's it it speeds through the plot it's the exact same length as the original urban Which legend is wild to me because the first one feels like it has you know some some flow to it whereas this one just like people yeah. just start dying 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 and none of the it feels so long and so <laughs> short at the same time also i love the music it's like it's so dramatic i'm like what do it you is. think you're making what do you think is happening i don't know I I also wrote down that all of the actors in this movie act like the way that teenagers act about drama in their lives. Like, you don't understand. This is life and death for me. It's like, well, they were out of pretzels in the line at the lunchroom, Bethany. I'm sorry. The fact that he's like, like, I'm going to kill myself because I got a C minus. (laughs) Like... Okay, drama queen, do it. I dare you. Do it. I dare you. Drinking a whole fifth of whiskey. (sighs) Anyway. (laughs) We then see another film scene being prepped for Amy's thesis film. This one at an empty carnival ride. Because I don't know. Why not? We then see... This is when I wrote down, what is the plot of (sighs) Amy's movie? Like, how do they get from... (laughs) But 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 how do they get from... (laughs) So the three urban legends we've seen that are in Amy's movie are Humans Can Lick Two in a girl's apartment. Everybody screaming during finals and then somebody gets murdered at midnight. And then a carnival ride where the carnival takes children and kills them and all the bodies that are in the tunnel are actual bodies yeah it'd be one thing what is this (laughs) it'd be one thing if she had said it was like an anthology film where it was just like a bunch of shorts present like yeah like because this okay the first two fine okay cool great but like how do you (laughs) Um, yeah, like, yeah, how, if, how or, would the killer, yeah, like, coordinate, like, oh, this is me actually killing people on a ride? Like, it was just, like, it was it was weird. It, was, it didn't make much sense to me at all. Unless all of the bodies, they, like, combined it. Yeah. This is the better movie I'm creating in sure. my head. That the, the ride and the carnival is the central point. Mm-hmm. And that the people in the carnival kill people with urban legends mm. and then at the end all of the bodies are the body that are in the tunnel and that makes its own urban legend and it's like the people that go the to the carnival are unwittingly too. being surrounded by like dead bodies now that's exactly a cool movie. maybe that's the ending maybe this was amy's movie maybe so. maybe this I was amy's movie. So. It, no i think you no. should have gone we'll never know i think you should have gone to this film school that's why i've forgotten the name <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. All I know is the the Hitchcock Award. The Hitchcock Award. That's all they say. Which basically guarantees you a career in Hollywood. I just love the way they keep saying that. Hollywood. I'm like, what? Oh, I can't. And they I list like wait. three people that have won it. I can't and like... wait until we get to the motive of the killer because it is truly next level crazy. Um, <laughs> oh my God, I'm hitting the mic. Hit it. <laughs> then it's so yeah, but oh then we God. see the um the makeup specialist specialist i'm gonna call them a specialist the kid the guys who are doing the makeup stan and dirk dirk 
Dirk. Are both killed on the set. And then the police are like, it looks like an electrocution because of wiring or some sort of thing. So everything's fine. I'm like, yeah, you know, two other people are missing. I know, actually, like three. What about poor Lisa? I guess Lisa, they think she's flown somewhere. Like, first of all, but also Lisa, Lisa exists merely as a plot point. Like, we're never even, I don't think we even speak of Lisa at the end. No. She's... We didn't know. We didn't even know she had a name. She's there to be a kidney. Like, you know what I mean? Like, she is there yeah. to have a kidney than not have it. That's all she was there for. <laughs> That's all she had. She is the vehicle for a kidney. Um, yeah, I, yeah, it's this, like, why weren't there more people at this carnival? Yeah. Like, why were the, like, there's a crew of five people and they're allowed to go in by themselves mm. and they have to figure out the wiring? Like, yes, yeah, no, like, Stan and oh, Dirk are... No like they, they they figure it out good for them sure but they do get electrocuted <laughs> I mean, and sure, it's like yeah. that would they that that would be on the carnival that rented <laughs> the space right. to them um there's still a like crime has still a occurred crime has happened. like <laughs> a crime has happened um and then the movie because it wastes no time no <laughs> We then see Amy, who's having a bad week. I'm just going to say, having a really bad week. (laughs) She's having a bad time. She notices a light inside of the bell tower. The same tower that Hmm. Travis comes off and goes, "Mm, I'm going to go look at that alone by herself. Um, She goes there and finds her friend, Vanessa, who is a lesbian. It should be known. Who is a lesbian, but just barely. Is that even Mendes? It is Ava Mendes, yeah. such a baby in this movie. I was like, wait, is that Ava Yeah. Wow, wild for her. A babe and a baby. Wild, wild. She a cutie. She reveals (laughs) that she received a romantic note addressed to her from who she thought was from Amy. Amy says, um, I'm like, not a lesbian, even though you should be so (laughs) Ew, I'm very straight. Amy, you should be so lucky. You should be so lucky. Yeah, I would be like, actually... Uh, Actually, like, I didn't write it, but yeah, I, I, I wanted it. to. <laughs> yeah, I guess I wrote <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, I wrote it. <laughs> um, and then of course, dun dun dun, it was the killer. Oh my goodness, what a drama queen! What a what a messy queen that loves drama. And then this is, <laughs> and this is the part I don't like because Vanessa seems to have some like oomph behind her. Like she even like yes. Amy's like, let's run, and Vanessa's like, no, what the fuck? What are we running from? And she's like shouting at the killer, like, who is that? But then we see her very quickly killed when they reach the top. She yeah. gets she gets um bell towered. She becomes she does she get bell towered. The thing that rings the bell. Um <laughs> in a very quick quick sequence, which is the two of them hide in a closet on the nose. Uh a bit on the nose. Yeah. And then Vanessa mm. gets pulled out by the killer. Amy gets locked in the closet by the killer. She then finds the dead body of Simon and the dead body of Sandra is like screaming in her. She has a very obnoxious scream as well. I'm going to say, um, yeah. Miss, Miss Jennifer Morrison, who I only knew her from a, actually a really good movie. It's a Kevin. It's a Kevin Bacon movie called Stir of Echoes. Have you ever seen that movie? Oh, I love Stir of She's Echoes. Great in that. I love her in that movie. Um, again, when I was a child, I thought everyone's going to be a star. I'm like, ah, she's going to be a star. No. No, she's not. no, no, she's not. no. And then, like in the in the span of maybe, I'm gonna I'm gonna say a minute. I'll give them a minute. I don't think it was even a minute though. <laughs> oh, but I'll say a minute. <laughs> Somehow, Vanessa is 
noosed, hung from the bell, dead mm-hmm. already, like already dead, and whatever. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, I know. Is this the part? Oh, yes, it is. Also, one of my favorite moments. I didn't include it as a clip because it's a visual joke, but there's also a part mm-hmm. where Amy hits a panic button inside of the bell tower, and then Reese. The security, Miss Loretta Devine, is with some hot sauce, enjoying some food. And then she looks, <laughs> you know what's coming. She looks at the flashing light and says, oh, rats. And then rats. they immediately cut to rats in the top of the bell tower. And I was like, oh, fuck you, John Ottman. Oh, <laughs> you are not funny and you're not, you don't know who you think you are. Just like, oh, rats. And then cut to oh, rats. rats. What movie is this? It's supposed to be funny. You got jokes for us. You got jokes. <laughs> you got jokes now. Jesus Christ. Uh, and then Amy runs away just as Reese is arriving and uh, then runs into Trevor. Twin Trevor. This movie wastes no- I means I will say, it gets to the point. It's But it's also ridiculous in that like, Somebody gets killed. Amy is there. Amy runs from the killer. Amy runs somewhere else. Somebody gets yeah. killed. Amy runs from the killer. Amy runs somewhere else. Somebody gets killed. It's like that's pretty much what happens like five oh times God. in a row. Oh, it's all movie. she does. She's just much like Alicia yeah. Witt from the first one. She's running. She is running. She's running. But also, okay, so a little flashback. When I was 13 and I saw this movie, there is a sex mm-hmm. scene in this movie. Which I appreciated yeah. because they don't show nothing of her. They don't show any no. nudity of Miss Jennifer Morrison. And I feel like she was like, I don't want to do any nudity. So like, well, we have to have some nudity. And they show Matthew Davis's butt. And yes. 13-year-old yes, me really appreciated the butt at the moment. It's like, thank you so much for that ass. That butt thank you. holds up, I will say. It's still a very nice butt. <laughs> because they, ne- they never show male nudity in horror movies. So I was like, that's oh true. God, that's a that's a guy's butt. Um, <gasps> That's a guy's butt. I'm going to buy this I'm movie. I'm going to buy this movie and rewind this like 10 second clip. Um, yeah. I'm going to wear out this part of tape. I'm going to wear out this butt. Um, and, then... Ah! <laughs> and then it shows him stabbing her and it's all a dream sequence. But like, you know. For some reason. <laughs> but. <laughs> no pun intended. But. <laughs> the <Yeah>. knife. <laughs> that he pulls out in the dream to stab her with is like a glorified steak knife. Like it's, it's just a steak knife. I was like, I have that in my kitchen right now. I don't think it even has like a, a sharp point. I think it's like the kind with like the curved. <laughs> Thank God it was a dream. So we don't have to like, you know, pick it apart too much. But I was like, Amy, no. your dreams aren't making much sense, baby, <laughs> baby girl. <laughs> Maybe you shouldn't write horror movies. It's the best, scariest knife you can think of is a tiny steak knife. Oh, my God. Oh, man. Then Trevor reveals that he found out that all of the murder victims had one thing in common. They had This is where the movie's like, just just go with it. Just go with it. Just stay with me. Stay with us. He realized that all the murder victims worked on Travis's thesis film the one that he got the c minus on they then find the final cut of travis's film called the gods of men (laughs) this leads us into our next clip as we see amy looking at the footage and she notices 
something uh, peculiar about the very end of the film, if you will. Oh my god. Uh, like, I, uh... I thought this was so cool when I was younger, and now I'm like, this is the dumbest thing. Because, yeah, here we go. In our next clip, they're watching the movie, and something gets noticed by Miss Amy Mayfield. It's just awful. How could Travis make such a shitty movie? <laughs> Wait. Wait. I think I saw something. Jennifer Morrison, famous for her whisper acting. It's a splice. So? <laughs> it's a splice. Oh, splice! In film school, how dare! It's a hard splice. See, there's a piece of splicing tape connecting the last frame of the film to the first frame of the credits. So that's not normal. No. No. This is a final print. It's a copy from a negative. You shouldn't see any splices. So somebody changed the credits on Travis's film? No. Somebody changed the film on Travis's credits. Pass it off as their own? There's one person on this film crew who's still alive. <gasps> oh my god. Okay. Oh my god. No! What song is this? <laughs> It turns out Toby, remember Asshole Toby? Airplane movie? Asshole Toby. It's him. Okay. Again, what are we doing here? They show him in his car, just singing casually, Gone with the Wind. Singing. <laughs> with, gone with which I don't the think wind. has words. Gone with. It, gone. Like, gone with the wind. Like, it's definitely the score of Gone with the Wind. I don't think <laughs> it has lyrics, at least not to me. I No. Like, I don't remember them saying, God, with the wind. Like, I don't remember that. No. But also, why is this heterosexual? He must not be heterosexual. Um, singing, God, no, with the wind. I gave it. It's just like a weird little detail. It means nothing, but it's just, yeah. Okay, so here, let's unpack the splice. So, the splice. Here's why it doesn't. The splice. Because <laughs> it wouldn't make sense because if someone were to watch the movie and then look mm-hmm. at the credits, wouldn't they go, wait a second, those aren't the characters that were in the movie. Wait a second. Those aren't the right that we just watched in this movie. It just doesn't make... This killer was an idiot, which actually checks out. Actually does it... check out a little bit. <laughs> yeah. But like, as a motive for a horror movie, as like the like third act, dun-dun-dun, here's the twist, it's... If you think about it for more than like 10 seconds, it's like... Wait hold on what hold on what what <laughs> also who would have ever thought that like a piece of splicing tape would become like a third act twist in a movie like they present this as like not this girl idea they're like oh, it's a piece of splicing tape and i'm like oh please explain That's make sure you explain yeah, yeah. let's explain what it is make sure that the audience knows so they're like oh oh i see we then this won't be irrelevant in like five years 
relevant. Oh my god. <laughs> we then see Amy and Trevor kidnap Toby and tie him to a chair. And they call in, for some reason, Professor Solomon, who hasn't been in this whole movie since the first like scene of the movie. Um, no. <laughs> to an empty film set. Whose film set? We don't know. There are aliens on it. That's what I point out. Lots of aliens. So it's a foggy graveyard that is a shared wall with a full ass spaceship. spaceship. (laughs) Toby then reveals that Travis faked Toby's sound credit to help him graduate, admitting that he never set foot on the set of Travis's film, which we then get our ultimate twist, which is that Professor Solomon himself is the killer, attempting to frame Amy so that he could pass off the film that Travis actually made as one that he made in order to win the Hitchcock Award for himself (laughs) because, okay. Because this makes But But, like, what... He's a professor yeah. at the school. <laughs> you can't win an award at the school that you teach at. That's a very good point, Evan. One would say <laughs> a very logical piece of trivia. <laughs> like, wouldn't they be like, wait, professor, hold on one second. Before we give you this award, when did you make this movie? Because we have no record of you ever making the said film. <laughs> like it doesn't, it just doesn't make much sense at all. It it's 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 a also he, I didn't include it because it's such a short clip, but he has this one line. He is the worst. I don't know if he's a bad actor, but he's <laughs> not good in this. But he has a line where Amy um well they shoot toby so toby's like shot somewhere but i guess not dead but then amy runs off after trevor like knocks the gun out of solomon's hand or whatever and then solomon's like amy come back here i'll shoot this guy he's like i'll shoot this guy <laughs> i don't know it's just like, it's so like oh god he just goes from like even as a child i remember thinking like wow he just became a really bad actor. <laughs> like, yeah. He was kind of good at the beginning. He's not cutting the mustard with this one. Um, and then no. it just becomes a stupid movie. Like once he's the killer, it just becomes idiotic. So fucking They're stupid. in a spaceship. They're in a graveyard. Uh, first of all, massive sets for a film school, I gotta say. Like that's, yeah, that spaceship, like, that was like kind of legit. I mean, it was kind of stupid too. Yeah, it's kind of stupid too, but like, it, like I was, I wasn't like that's embarrassing. I was like, oh, it's pretty good. No. Um. The only they never. I, we know it. I love it. Never explained the fencing mask. It's not like, oh, I wore it because like there's no reason. I picked it up in the prop department. It was what there. Do what do you want? Yeah. Um. What do you want? They. But there is, and as the callback to early in the film, we see Amy admiring Reese's gun, which is trimmed in gold because she is a huge Pam Greer fan. She right. had a gun trying to go blah, blah, blah. So then, you know, <laughs> Solomon has a gun. Reese shows up with her gun. And then all these prop guns get mixed up on the floor with the real guns. It's my favorite part. There's like 30 guns on the floor and they have to I find... I love just them like sorting through the guns. I'm like, spoiler alert, it's the one that's heavy. Like, spoiler alert. <laughs> It's the one that feels like a gun. <laughs> like, also, there's a murderer right there. Guys, 
do something. Do, do something. Like you know, just like let's throw it through these guns. I'm like, Reese, do you have like a club? Do you pepper spray? Do you have anything something? of use? Can you use some of your combat training in her defense? Has her wound from being slashed by Brenda even healed them? <laughs> She's been through right. a lot. It's only been two years. This was released two years after Urban Legend. It's also, only been two years. Also that. Like, when when Reese announces the whole, like, history from the first movie, Amy's like, oh, yeah, that was supposed to have happened at Pendleton. I'm like, it was only two years ago. Like, <laughs> it'd be one thing if this was, like, ten years after the first one or something. It was... Right. If even two years ago, like, what are you like? It's, I don't. I don't it's, again, that's not the biggest plot hole in this movie, but it's it's something else. <laughs> but then, of course, Amy gets the right gun because it's trimmed in gold. Um, right. And then he's kind of like, "You're not gonna shoot me. You don't have the guts." And then she, you know, shoots him. That's it. <laughs> like, like it, it, it wraps up so fast in a way where you're like, "Sure, like, sure, okay, okay. great." <laughs> we then cut to the hitchcock awards ceremony where trevor attends to accept the award on his brother's behalf as he goes on stage (laughs) suddenly the unnamed intern that's been in this entire movie pulls out a comically large cypher gun from the rafters (laughs) (laughs) only to be shot by reese who says i believe the line is freeze you psycho loony motherfucker i think that's the line (laughs) (laughs) but surprise surprise it all turns out to be a scene from amy's new film called urban legends because that's where we're at um because that's where we're at. Also, I love it. This, like, and this is the, now reality. We're now in the world of reality. Now, like, Joey Lawrence is her agent. And, like, what? Like, I, like, it's. <sighs> Trevor, Travis's twin brother has decided to be an actor now? I guess. <laughs> I suppose. Like, is she now, like. Mm, I'm gonna sort of tell the story of what happened to me, but I guess I'll change who the killer was, uh, because I don't know. Like, it's like there's an active investigation, Becky. You can't just make a movie about it. I don't think you can like do that, like unless you're like Lifetime and you just somehow release a movie when it's like just happened. Sometimes Lifetime, I'm like, right. wow, y'all already got a movie out. That's insane. So, in what I think, <laughs> and sadly might be my favorite moment of the movie which is saying a lot because this is the end of the movie and it's not oh the very okay we then cut to again i don't the 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 logic of this just don't think about it for more than like two seconds so we then cut to a (laughs) mental hospital where Mm -hmm. professor solomon now in a wheelchair in the mental institution is watching the thing we were just watching i guess so he's watching this movie urban legends Legends. it's very (laughs) confusing he's watching urban legends final cut we then cut to a nurse who says that she has some thoughts about the movie who could it be is it (sighs) don't you just love that movie I think we have a lot in common. (gasps) 
It's Brenda from the first movie. Can we now just follow them forever? Like, because now it's like... Right. Because <laughs> now the rest of the movie is just her wheeling him through the halls of this mental hospital to the tune of the original Hitchcock TV show music. Mm-hmm. I want to see this movie. Like, I now want a sequel where it's like Brenda and insane Professor Solomon just going around and killing people with urban legends. Like, how dare, yes. how very dare you bring Brenda back into the fold to just give us like 10 seconds? How dare you do that? Dare to us? you? Like, she was right there. Like, I don't know. I just like, I wanted some connective thread. I wanted to like find out that he right. was like her uncle. Like, I, I I wanted something. I wanted more. I wanted Brenda to pop out at the end. Like, it's me again, bitch. It's me. Ha 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 ha. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, but I but I was really into that when I was like, well, like, it's fucking Brenda. And like that's it. Yeah, that's the best part. Again, my favorite part. It don't make no damn sense. Oh, it's no but... sense. Like, why is she again? It feels like it's setting up something cool, but then it's never, it's never followed up on. Like um no. she's not in the sequel or anything. So it's just it's just wild. And that is Urban Legends Final Cut. Um in a nutshell. Like it's it's a very yeah. it's a very succinct <laughs> movie. It's only 90 minutes. Like you can be in and out of this movie real fast. Yeah. This leads us to our first segment that we do for every horror movie, which is the Scream Queen of the Week. <laughs> Who would you say is your Scream Queen of the Week for this one? Uh, unfortunately, it's it, I have to give it to Jennifer Morrison because there's so much more. <laughs> but I do love, I don't remember her name, Sandra. Sandra, Sandra and her fake screams. <laughs> yeah, it's weird, like I think my favorite like scene for a girl that's being like terrorized, it's probably Lisa. Mm-hmm. But just for pure camp purposes, I am going to say that Sandra is my scream queen of the week only because I love the switch of like bad acting into, oh, now she's like really scared. She's like really scared. No, now she's real scared. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to give it to Sandra. And another segment we do, which is Kill of the Week. Now, what is your Kill of the Week? Lisa is my Kill of the Week. Same. Same. Because it's just the best one. Everything else, you either don't see it, or it's like, I get stabbed. I get electrocuted. I get shot. Like Now... You're, I, th- I don't think this will shock you at all. And maybe you already know this. But did you know that the Lisa scene was actually added after they had filmed the entire movie? And they... I did know that. Yeah. And it really checks out because it is not connected in any way to the rest no. of the movie. Because I thought I really looked... I saw, like, is her name on that list of people? It's not. Lisa, no. Lisa was. I'm gonna say Lisa got the worst deal of this movie because she didn't do shit. Poor Lisa. Lisa didn't do shit. <laughs> also, was she like again? So let's really get into this. So she was, you know, killed by Professor Solomon. His house, mm-hmm. is shit, a shit show. His house is a shit show. Yeah, like so I guess he was gonna be a serial did, killer. Like I guess that that is the home of a serial killer. 
Well, yeah, because it doesn't make any sense otherwise. No. Like his motivation is that he didn't win the award, <sighs> so he became a professor at a Toxic school. Man. God, Jesus. And then decided to kill six teenagers, twenty somethings. Like to what end? Ten years later, fifteen years later. Yeah. There's like a loose connection because Amy's dad was the deciding <sighs> vote. That made it so oh, that yeah. he didn't get the that. award. That's right. Yeah. But like, but like how would he God. know that? Come on, like, my guy. You could have stolen any number of kids' yeah. final thesis film by now. And you don't have to win a Hitchcock Award. You could have taken the full film. I guess. And yeah. and and pitched it to someone. <laughs> if it's good enough, I mean. <sighs> Hollywood's kind of corrupt. They'll be like, "Fine, sure, we'll pay we'll you. Believe you. Why not? Great. That sounds right. That sounds that could have happened. That sounds correct. Yes. Yeah, it just doesn't make much sense. And like, <laughs> but also, it looks like he has the idea on the on the on the spot when she's like, "I thought mm-hmm. about doing a movie where the serial killer kills people based on urban." She's like, "Well, that's an idea." Oh. That's a nice way to kill people. Also, another a story of a tales all this time, a man trying to take away the hard work of a female filmmaker and 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 bury her career. There it is. You know, like if that's not if that's not the film industry, I'll know it is. This movie, <laughs> this movie is I can't believe this is a sequel to the first movie. As much as I, I saw this no. in theaters, but like it other than Brenda and other than Loretta Divine. That's that's the only way this is a sequel. This is it's no, it's, yeah, this is it. Have you ever seen the the next sequel, the like blood uh, Bloody Mary one? I I believe I've seen the Bloody Mary sequel yeah. once. I never, but I it. recall nothing about it. I never watched it because I heard that it had no connective thread. Like that one had like, I don't think even Loretta Divine was involved. First of all, well, it was is direct to video, right? Yeah, like, I don't think it was like direct to video. Like, I don't even know why they made it. To be totally honest with you, like, to what <laughs> end? Like, why did you make this? Who is this for? Why? Who? What's the audience? This one barely made money. It made them like a fifteen million dollar profit. It's like, I, I think that's the thing with horror. They're like, well, they're so cheap to make. Well, at least make some money. I guess that's the whole thing of horror. But like, right. It's just wild to me. I wonder what a reboot of this franchise will be because again, they announced in 2020 that they will be rebooting the franchise. I, I hope that they <laughs> lean more towards the first movie and not so much this one. But why would they? Right. I have to say, why would this they? is maybe one of the most wild horror movie premises though <laughs> that we've done. <laughs> yeah. This is almost wilder yeah. than than that crazy movie in Nightmare on Elm Street. The like uh the Freddy's Dead. I thought this is a Freddy's wild Dead. movie. This one's like but it's like stupid wild. It's not like fun wild. It's just like No, it's not fun. It's it's like and what? Yeah. And then who what? <laughs> but what? <laughs> but what so she does what now? She's... He's a professor. Who? <laughs> oh? Oh? Yeah. <laughs> That's it. I mean, I've, I've seen this movie so many times. I probably don't need to watch this again. Like, I don't want to say ever, ever, but like maybe, ever, <laughs> maybe ever. Like, I don't know if I need to watch it again. And I just, yeah, I just remember being so excited to see Rebecca Gayhart, but then like so upset because I knew it was the end of the movie. And I was like, how right. dare you? Well, any last thoughts about this film before we wrap it up? 
I don't think that you need to watch this one. I think if you want to, if you want to go hmm. the full mile, you can. But I think in 2021, it does not hold up enough to be worth of your time. What's weird, I think... For me personally. Yeah, if you've now listened to us talk about the whole movie and you still haven't seen it, I don't... What's weird, I would say maybe watch the first 20 minutes. Yeah, Watch the first 20 minutes and maybe watch like the very end. Like, just skip the whole middle. It's just the middle section is such such a, a mess. It's never yeah. scary, I gotta say. This movie... No, no. The only, like, scary, quote-unquote, scene is maybe the, the kidney scene. It's actually funny mm-hmm. to me that the kidney scene, I think, is the best sequence of the movie, and it was made as, like, extra material. A separate thing, yeah. yeah it's, really, like... it's really funny. Um, I don't believe John Ottman has made many movies since this one. I think that's probably... E- I think he was too excited to have his, like, first movie... Mm-hmm. And he had way too many ideas. I think he struggled from, I don't know, like thinking he was going to be the next like <laughs> great director. Like, like this is my moment. Yeah. And I think he took on too much. Because like even the score, he's like scored some like very big movies. And I think the score to this movie is like trash. Because <laughs> it's... It is trash. It's so bad. It's, it's barely a horror score. Like if you just listen to the score by itself, it almost just sounds like a like an Oscar Beatty drama at times. Like it's really yeah. weird. It's really odd. And then it just ends with like the Hitchcock theme. Yeah. It's just odd. For some reason. I can't. Well, I can't. <laughs> I, I simply cannot. Uh Poor Rebecca Gayhart. I can't even like it's. I want to have a reboot, but can Rebecca Gayhart be a part of it? That's what. That's all I want to know. She can be Professor Wexler. Which bring Brenda back. She's like, I'm still mad. <laughs> I'm still. I'm just hanging out. My high school boyfriend. <laughs> you fucking killed him. <laughs> David Evans. His name is David Evans. <laughs> well, Devin, would you like to let the listeners know where they can find you online and support you and all that fun stuff? No. Okay, cool. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> my Instagram is at Devin Ray and also at Camel Weasel Whale, which just so happens to be my Etsy, my Threadless, and my TikTok. <sighs> and I'm somewhere on YouTube, but you can't find I'm me unless somewhere you look on for me. <laughs> <laughs> and you can find me at Zachary of No H on Instagram and Twitter. And you can find the show at IEW Podcasts, where we have episodes every Monday, Tuesday, and Friday. And I guess can we can we announce what our next project is going to be? Can we can we like Yeah? Oh my goodness. So if you've enjoyed the Halloween journey, the Nightmare on Elm Street journey, well, the next logical place was of course Friday the thirteenth. So Friday the thirteenth. We will be spending the summer at Camp Crystal Lake. Well, and then some. It's, I mean, there's so many fucking Friday the thirteenth movies. It's gonna <laughs> yeah, go like sort so of many. into the fall, maybe. Um, but we'll yeah. we will be going through all of those. Uh, maybe have some special guests along the way. Like, uh, it's, I think it's gonna be, I have never, I've seen, I've seen more of those than I've seen of the Nightmare on Elm Street, but I've still, I think, only seen the first one, the second one, but maybe like the third one. But then I don't think I've seen a ton of the rest. Or if I have, I don't remember them very much at all. And I've never seen 
Freddy versus Jason, which that is the one. Oh my god, I'm so excited! Because that one's going to be a blast by the time we get to it, because we'll have gone through like all of both of the franchises, the whole adventure. Yeah, so yeah. I am very excited. I have to say, yeah, me too. Well, everyone, <laughs> that's been another Film Fridays, and I'll see you here next week with more film fun. Yeah, and I'll see you eventually sometime uh-huh. to take a trip to Camp Camp Crystal Lake. Oh, Jason. Oh, Jason. <laughs> Write your name in your underwear because we're going to camp, oh, kids. <laughs> Bring your sunblock. <laughs> Bring your sunblock. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye.